As I search for the white dove, I wonder if she searches for me. Or if my hopes of finding her are nothing more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see... Salutations, mortals, and welcome to From the Jump Season 2. Today, we have a very special guest. If you don't know this man, I don't know where the fuck you've been because this man is insane. He used to be the life of the party. Now he gets the life uh, party live. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's always moving. He's always doing something new. But let him tell you about that. V, what up, my brother? How you been, brother? What's good, nigga? Ah, uh, you nigga. know how it is, man. Nigga. You know how it is. You know what's good, my brother? The oh, Chungi, Mr. Chungarero himself, the man that has a street out there in Nam. I see you, dog. Hey, first, I would have to go to if I want to come to Namibia from South Africa. Let me give you your props first. Let me give your grandfather's props, your great grandfather's props first. Oh, wait, the reason the you are here now is because all the ancestors, man. Let's throw them bones, dog. Let's hope for <laughs> miracles, you know, my guy. Can <laughs> I go by the name of the humble Lord Jesus, best known? As LV on Good Up FM, I'm a radio presenter here in Cape Town. I'm also a DJ. Nico met me way back in the day. We were good friends. We met at um, at a watering hole, as we would call it here in South That's Africa right. and in Africa. <laughs> um, big shout out to all the Namibians that I've met over the years. Mad love. Some of the realest people I've ever met. I have mad love for Namibia. Uh, I still want to see that ocean and desert uh, meeting and becoming one. Yo, That's you still something just come I need through. to do. When COVID, when you guys get your COVID things ready. Then you can come yeah, because I heard we're on like a full ban now, you know, because you know, because homies here are naughty, you dog. Yes, homies here are just, I don't even want to talk about it, but homies are bad, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I the, do. Let, let's keep the energies good because that's what we that's what we're here for, right? To keep that good energy, mm -hmm. tell people about the real journey, right? Because we mm -hmm. sorry to interrupt you real quick. I just want to give them a little bit of an idea. This man over here has when I say he's transcended industries, he's moved with some of the craziest crews in Cape Town, Joburg, Durban. I mean, fuck, I don't even I know. I hide in the shadows, my brother. But do you I'm hide there, or but... are the shadows just yours? This is like your realm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 a, it's a dash, a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. I've always been the guy that's been there, like from parties. I started throwing parties at the age of 16. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started clubbing at the age of 13. And then um, from there, it just grew. At 18, I was throwing parties at some of the biggest clubs in Cape Town. And then I got to know some of the biggest DJs and just became friends with these people. And with time, eventually, I started DJing due to my musical background. It was on my dad, Alistair Andrews. He's a jazz player, bass player, one of the right. top in Africa. So music was always in my DNA. Um, so becoming a DJ was it was bound to happen. Either DJ I was going to play music or I was definitely going to be in something to do with entertainment. Um, and 2011 is when I officially took up DJing at a place called Saibar in Ronnebosch. Um, that was the and spot, then it became bro. That was the watering hole there, my guy. Bastards. All those exports from America, all those shorties every six months I did, I was in a new relationship. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good <laughs> but now I'm pure as a dove, you know what I mean? I'm pure as a dove, saving myself for the right Yeah, one. let's talk about this pure as a dove uh, uh, mantra that you're rolling with, right? Because, like, yeah, I, I, I believe we all evolve. We all evolve. You yeah. know, we all have past, right? If, if you yeah. don't mind, later on, we, we might touch in some of those funny things that happen in our past, you know? Because you, you, you'll tell people about your musical journey, but you won't tell them how much of a hustler you were. Like, you, you mm -hmm. made sure that people could get into clubs, that people could get Facts. into parties. You know that that just normally wouldn't be able to get in. You, I mean, mm -hmm. you got me three blackberries in one year because one this ocean stole, the other one I threw out of my car window when I was drunk. That was and the like, funniest you know, one. <laughs> that was the funniest one. I'll never forget that day. Remember, I found you. I think you were with um, Nicole and the crew, everybody. Yeah. And I was like, "Where's Nico?" And then eventually Nico came around, and Nico seemed very sad that day. And then I asked you, "What kind, my brother?" And you're like, hey, my man, I got upset and there was something and I threw my phone out the window. And yeah. I thought it was a Spaza story. But then I heard it from uh, Fernando, I heard it from Tadeo, <laughs> I heard it from Leneve, I heard it from everybody. And then I realized this motherfucker throws his phones out the window. Yeah, so like I had this back in the day when I used to get <laughs> drunk, right? And please do, don't thank the Lord that I'm still alive, but like, please don't drink and drive, people. <laughs> so I would like, you know, we'd be out partying and then I'd drive myself home. 
really slowly but i'd be drunk and then when you're drunk sometimes a song <laughs> would like be on the cd and it would like it'd be pissing me off it's messing with my my my, my vibe i'd eject the cd mm -hmm. throw the whole fucking cd out the window so i think what happened was i got a message on the phone and it, i was angry about it and i was like man fuck it and i just threw it out the window and i was like shit I, that's I, my I, phone i have a theory of what happened that night i believe you were listening to little john to the windows man. to the walls <laughs> And then you just threw your phone out the window. Like right. you got a little kick at it away. Now let's 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 get back to you though for a bit, right? Some of the mm -hmm. parties that you threw, um, V, like some of these things were crazy. I want to touch a bit on the ones that went down in places like uh, Shiz and Timber. You know, Cape Town. That was Shiz that was home. Shiz so, mad love to Shiz and Timber, to the Shiz and, Tim, uh, Shiz and Timber family, the DRC family. Mad love to no everybody doubt, out there. No They've always um, the they adopted me like one of their own. You know what I mean? They adopted me as one of their own. Uh, Mr. Kayembe himself, and what a wonderful guy he is. The brothers as well, Idris and Dede. Mm -hmm. I knew them when they first came to Cape Town. Um, funny enough, and the older brother, Michael as well, and Raymond, the youngest brother. We all became friends because I was working at an internet cafe back in the day. And that's, uh, internet was not like- In Rondebosch. That one in, that in one Rondebosch. Rondebosch. Yeah, I remember that one. That is correct. And beneath the gym, close to the pick and pay. Everyone That's knew correct. that internet cafe. <laughs> that was like the meeting spot. Exactly. That was like the meeting spot, Doug, that, that internet cafe. And from there, they were like, yo, my father's name has a club. So I was like, wait, I go to that club already. And then I started um, throwing parties there. Then I started DJing there. And I've always wanted to have people to have a good time, especially people that are new. That's I right. didn't want people to go to a club and feel like they are paying to be there. But I wanted you to feel like you paid for an experience. And now there's a big difference between that too. Oh, um, and so that's always been my goal. So what I tried to always do, I made a deal with most of these clubs. Give me a huge guest list. I'll fill up your club before 11, 12 o'clock. Everybody's going to be spending money. So you don't need to worry about a door. And my events always pop because I would always have, like the club would be at 25, 30% capacity before 12 o'clock, which means you have a vibe already. Now that's what no, I want to touch on, right? Because for everything that you've done, like this is why I say you've changed, you've you've moved in and out through different industries, right? We've just spoken yeah. about Aiku. You 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 were hustling in your younger days, you know, working at the internet cafe, just trying to get cash to get into parties, do what. Then you started talking to owners of places and being like, hold up, I can bring people that I know through. So you don't have to worry about your club being packed. These guys aren't going to be here just buying one beer. They're going to come out. Yeah. There's, there's ladies in the club. They're trying to show out too. They're trying to buy bottles. They're trying mm -hmm. to, you know, have and a good me, time. I knew the ladies. So I got the ladies there first. I that's, knew the that's what I was about to get at, <laughs> right? So you yeah, even That's why my golden niggas love me so much. My exactly. golden niggas love me so much. They were like, hey, hey, my brother. Bring them girls. I'm like, hey, my man, I got you, Doug. I got you. And the thing was, the ladies were having fun. It wasn't like, you know, everybody had fun. And if you did, if, you, if you were causing trouble, and that's what we loved about shares was you cause some trouble, you get kicked out of shares quick. It's not a, a long With thing. With the quickness, right. they go talk to you nicely outside and we don't see you again, ever. Now, moving on to other relationships that you had, such as the 169 relationships. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. you've when I say you've moved through different, even to the chilling with, with big time artists, working with big time artists, living with okay. Amin, you know what I mean? Like the relationship mm -hmm. building that you have, is, it's, it's pretty intense to put somebody on that level and be like, can you hustle a room like V can? Can you, can you, can you continue relationships honestly mm -hmm. the way that some people like V can? Because in the industries that we've been in, a lot of people cannot do that. You know, you're cool for one month and then people find out who you are. <laughs> like with me, the one thing about me, first I want to say, Matt, love to you for taking notice of the things that I've done. But one thing you should know about me is that it's never been about me. Mm -hmm. So if I'm throwing a party, it's not about me because I need to give people an experience there at that moment, in that moment in time, that they can talk about it. I can't be about me. I've never tried to take the, the credit of anything that I've ever done. When I uh, went into the sneaker game, same thing. I always wanted my, my homies to have nice shoes on their feet and pay a nice price and not being like paying shit off at accounts and not mm -hmm. being ripped off. So I got smart and I used to find out who's selling dope second-hand sneakers that's worn once or twice. I used to cop that, resell that. Then I found out about outlets. And then I started meeting up with a homie called Zaid Osman, the GOAT, the king of go. Cape Town, South Africa, when it comes to sneakers. You know what I mean? He had his crew of peeps as well, also legends in the game. Um, or maybe I wasn't the best of friends with him due to certain reasons. Um, but you were a wilder. Like, oh, Everybody was like a wilder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those, those, those two guys are legends in the sneaker game when it comes to South African and Cape Town culture. Yeah. And I feel that Cape Town in a whole, 
we don't realize all the impact that we've done back then to what's happening now the mm. kids are doing what we did then like when people call me now an uncle or a saying oh you're one of the OGs and I'm like how how and then I realize I've been around three lifetimes without me even realizing it yeah I mean look if, if you if you look at it V I think from from my outsider's perspective of somebody that lived in Cape Town for a couple of years you know while studying after studying had had, mm-hmm. a, had a bit of work there but for me the thing that I truly believe is there was there was a point in Cape Town where people skipped the beat the beat of oh shit we all we all together in this let's ride together and at some point yeah. it just became let's just compete That's against each other like fuck it we're just competing yeah. we're not rolling together and i was like but this doesn't make sense because like if you remember we would remember how sundays used to be like we chill on like mm-hmm. the whole weekend would be a, an, it's an experience once you get to sunday you're chilling in seapoint at czar you know the parties like afternoon parties going down then from oh, there yes, I remember to go, yes, you, right you forgot about like, those yes, and how many bottles and oh, man things were just crazy at our sundays and that's then 2009 right now dog yeah, exactly exactly those were that's when that's when i'm a kings you guys were doing a whole tour with mm-hmm. i'm a kings and that was crazy times and keeps on but what i wanted to get at was from there you guys would like halfway through the party excuse me move over to like uh, 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 the yacht party in Camps Bay and then y'all are actually yeah. fucking yacht with Leo Lodge them and I'm like I never made it to those parties I always got to drunk I really do you know that's yeah, really you, the you things I regret yourself Victor you, you did those things ונדרש <laughs> You would go to the casino, go make a quick 12-10k, then come back to the club, blow it on his homies, and then leave, and leave sober. Yeah. And, that's, and that But wasn't like to stunt on anybody. Like, nobody even, people would be like, who bought this? Who, where's no, Ronald Jameson coming friend. from? <laughs> yeah. That that's... was to look after his homies. That was exactly. Ronald. He was the quiet guy in the shadows. But now, and that's what I'm saying. How did this, that's the, the beat that got skipped. Like people within their crews, everybody looked at mm-hmm. each other. But like, how did the whole of Cape Town not be like, yo, it's about time. We just, we, we, we solidify what we already started. Because as you said, yeah. the kids now are doing what y'all did already. So yeah. we're going, you get what I'm saying? Like how much mm-hmm. is being built and how much is being redone is the question. Like when it comes to like, that's a very, very good question. Now what's been redone when it comes to, let's break it down from the club scene first and entertainment. What's really grown in South Africa and in Cape Town right now is no longer really a roof over your head. Festivals have been growing and it's been really growing over the last like five years. It's really, really excelled to where it is now. It was always that undercover type parties. If you know, you know. But now people want to be outside. People don't want a roof over their head. And with COVID, it even makes more sense now because when events do pop over, I don't think people are going to be going to places where there's a roof and a wall. They want to be outside, have their space. You know what I mean? When it comes to the sneaker game, We were the ones that were sleeping outside the store for three, four days and people laughed at us like, what's wrong with these people? We used to buy all the sneakers and send it back to the States. It came from there, we sent it back to them and we made a co-op. Now, people are doing that right now. Young kids have started their own businesses. I'm going on Instagram and I'm seeing at least 10, 10 new pages over the last like three, four weeks all selling sneakers. Out of that 10, eight are authentic. There are two that are dodgy and then I expose them, but hey, here's what it is. But like, it, it just shows how many youngsters have st- found out a way like look we want to wear nice sneakers and we want to look nice we want to be in the who's who where did they get those ideas from mm. where did they get that lifestyle from the names that i mentioned earlier like i'm not really here to name drop because i know a shitload of motherfuckers but the names that i mentioned those three individuals are some of the real ogs in the game that is really to this day are still how can i say role models to kids yeah i've seen mean- A youngster oh, sorry, CPT, God. like if you look at youngster CPT, that man, like when he came out, Shout out youngster. people knew him from way back. We knew him. We knew youngster yeah. because we listened to the mixtapes. Exactly. And then when Homie popped, it was one of the most beautiful things for me to see top 10 lists become a radio single, which technically disses the industry and disses radio, becomes a huge sensation, not just in South Africa. Namibia was playing it. Zimbabwe was playing we, we it. We all playing. the way up to Africa. Yeah. And then from there, Homie popped. 
but he stayed true to himself. His style of clothing that he is wearing. He took all his homies with him. He owns a place here in Weinberg, the block where he's got all his homies. The man that does the, the haircuts, he's got his own shop. The homie that sells his sneakers, he's got that. He's looking after his people. Mm. Now, if more people in Cape Town can have that mindset, this fucking city will be the number one city in the country. Big facts. Now, now, do you think that that okay? So let's. Let, this is the question I want to ask you, right? Because everything you just said is brilliant. I, I can, I can, because I was for some of it. I was there. I, I saw it unfold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you mentioned the you youngster the, thing, we saw the foundation. You saw the grassroots being built. You see what I'm saying? So like with youngster CPT, I remember who introduced me to youngster CPT, right? And I can't. I'm not like you said. We're not going to do the name things now. But once yeah. he got on radio, once youngsters. Like music actually got a young. He was like, how many mixtapes deep that we all were bumping in our cars, and I was like, damn, finally, that feeling of like, yeah. it's not a, because I'm not even from Cape Town, but you know, as as people that know each other, it's like, this man put in so much work, man, that he's finally work. gonna pop. And then when you guys in South Africa started with 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 um, uh, basically forcing radio stations to play more local content. Right, and not just it radio, but it was also it was strongly, strongly, strongly advised. Now, now this is this yeah. is my thing, right? What, <laughs> my question to you, my question to you is, what was what was the let's say a radio station or a media house said, nah, fuck that, we're not doing that, right? Fuck, fuck all um, that, well, we're doing what we're doing. Was there like a penalty that was was imposed on people? <laughs> just as a side note, well, quick first. Well, okay, cool. So everyone knows that I am a radio presenter on Europe FM. That's um, damn right. So that being said, Good Up FM, we always naturally played about 70% of local content. Um, prior, there was already a large portion. When I joined the registration, I wanted my show to predominantly be local music. So before the 90% officially implemented, my show was already 90% of local content. You know what I mean? I was playing songs that was still, that used to either play on the Ready D show or songs that wouldn't play on the Ready D show, but it's still an up and coming hip hop track that I would want to get uh, showcased. I made sure that guys like Carl Deutsch at the time, Sketchy Bongo, um, like, uh, Jimmy Nevis was already big at the time. Like Amina Run, we know that all the artists that Amina Run works with, um, people that, that are still up and coming. Like, you've got, got Gina Alves, you've got Caleb Williams, you've got all of these people that, that are amazing songwriters and just needed the place to showcase their songs. So I dedicated, I had a four hour show and I started at Good Hope. And that four hour show, at least 90% of four hours was local content. At one point, I went 100% local content because there wasn't enough music coming out. So that's Africa started giving us good tunes. They started bangers. AKA, we came, went to Banka. He went to a different level. You've got guys like Nasty C that just popped, like that just came out, yeah. boom, hard. You've got Ricky Rick that was just crazy as well. You've got Casper as well that just went ridiculous. So when those guys decided, okay, cool, we top of the food chain, it filtered down to bring out other homies. You know what I mean? You got Shane Eagle, that's like, he's, he's literally our J. Cole. When I say that, because the homie is nice with it. He's nice with the flow. Nah, he is, he's you know nice I mean? with it. But now, but now what I, mean? I want to so say to you is, my, my question to you is... That's sorry. Mm -hmm. No, 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 go on, go on. I interrupted you. This is your interview, man. I ain't here to interrupt you. Go no. ahead. <laughs> and that, that's what I'm saying, that 90% as though in the beginning, People felt a type of way about it. Oh, I'm not going to listen to my favorite song anymore. Mm -mm. If you want to listen to Mariah Carey's story, yo, that's your own beef, dog. That's yo, that's uh, Mariah Carey's for Christmas. Christmas Carol, on Christmas, we listen to Mariah Carey. The rest of the year, we don't listen to that. If you want to listen to Joe and Be All Sexy, go find your wife or the person that you divorced and go listen to your, your Casey and Jojo. But we're not going to play your Casey and Jojo. I'm just saying. 90% was so affected by the SABC that other radio stations implemented and started playing youngsters music for example you would mm -hmm. never hear it on another radio station i won't say who they are but they are a, a, a competitor okay but yeah, yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to the SABC for taking that initiative at first at first i won't lie it wasn't the most i mean i didn't know how to pronounce off of these people's names like i'm, I'm gonna lie you know but that's I mean? how you build that's how you grow that's yeah. how it starts right no, but now you, you can say the name like ladies of mine you're like oh she's fire you know what i mean she got a voice on her. You can say these names that you've never thought you'd say before, that you didn't even know about. You know what I mean? Master KG, did you think you can just have one of the biggest songs in the world come out of South Africa? Like Again, that. Yeah, but you see, look, this is this is the thing, right? And this is what I've been trying to get at people. Once once we look at things like localizing, I remember I was in SA when that when that whole thing came out of like the 90 or whatever the percentage was and a mm -hmm. lot of people there was so much pushback and you were right on a lot of radio stations there was like people were calling in people were engaging and even the radio mm -hmm. presenters were giving pushback and it's like okay y'all don't want to grow your industry and my the example yeah. i always give is look at nigeria 
once you really support your industries, mm-hmm. Nollywood back in the day, people didn't take seriously. They were like, ah, these They're are just funny it. movies. They're just funny movies. And yeah. then, what happened? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you really no, invest in your people. Things. Yeah. And, and that's what 90% is. You know how nice it was for me to see Casper buy two Bentleys? Not just one, mm. Jay. Two. Mm. When I saw AK Bortis, this I8, you know what I mean? You mean his baby mama got a new place? When I saw the Les, you know what I mean? Getting the stuff that he did. Like, it's beautiful to see people of color, firstly, excel, one. And then using that power and influence to really show the next generation, you can excel too. Mm, mm, you know what I mean? Mm, and yes, some of them got a little bit lost on the way. But hey, my guy, we're in the club, my man. We're getting turned <laughs> up. You can't judge me for the stuff I've done in the club. You know, don't worry. Sunday, I'm going to church. Monday, I'm doing a, yes, name, a charity. You cannot judge me for what I did hey, on man. Saturday night. Please, I'm, my guy. I'm always going to judge you for what you do in the club because you made me miss a fucking flight back to Namibia. You remember that shit? I missed an entire that fucking flight, problem. B. I told That's you, motherfucker. I told you, if you go out tonight, we're going to get lit. And you are like, ah, I can handle it. I'm Nico. I know, I did not say anyway. I can handle it. I said, guys, can we please make sure I'm home by 11? Because, like, my flight is at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. Y'all were like, man, we're dropping you at your... Don't worry, man. It's all good. You guys left I didn't say we were dropping. I just agreed <laughs> with dropping you. And I didn't say we were dropping you. I agreed. It's all right. I mean, I, 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 I begged them, and they got me on another flight, luckily. And you got home eventually. Look at you, the Namibian flag in the background. You Yo, got home eventually. I got, you know, I made it home. I made it home. <laughs> now, we actually... That's a, that's a crazy thing that I wanted to ask you. You actually haven't been to Namibia yet, yeah? No. Every time yeah. I wanted to come to Namibia, something happened. Like That's right. I remember the one time you, 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 you just didn't renew your passport. Yeah. The but I was ready. When, when I was ready to go. That's the fucking problem. You were ready to come down without a fucking passport. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like two parts of Africa. We can use the rand. So me, I you was see, like, this is, this is, this is what's wrong with you South Africans. It's because you don't pay attention to current affairs outside of South Africa. That's why me, I was like, me, I'm just walking into Namibia. I'm walking over that uh, border. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I can, I can walk into South Africa though. You, you do know that, like, there's like a. That's how it like goes. A, but anyway, uh, back, but, but back to it. Be back to it, right? Uh, I got mm-hmm. some scripted questions, or what should be scripted. It's in my head now. We don't write nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we like we Jay Z the questions now. We freestyle. I know for a fact. I mean, I know you. I know you're oh, maybe just as crazy about cartoons and 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 and, and anime and, and and comics as I am. And those I worlds, think it's quite uh, obvious. Oh, you! To I'm about arms. to say like you have Marvel and shit all over your arms and everything. So yeah, this the, you one of the people that this question definitely needs to. Be. And I want you to think about it for like two seconds before you answer. Don't don't answer off the cuff, right? Superheroes mm-hmm. versus supervillains. Which faction are you? Why? Hmm. It's a two-part answer. Two-part answer. If I want my mind to be blown, like a I'm going DC. If I want my eyes to be visually entertained, I'm going Marvel. Simple as that. You can't choose. Let's be honest. We all love the Joker. We all like Jack Nipper going up against Bruce Wayne, right? If those that don't Mm -hmm. know who Jack Nipper is, that is the actual Joker's name. For those that don't know. Don't but anyway, it's not Arthur. <laughs> Arthur's a spaza one. Arthur's on a different dimension. The original name of Joker is Jack. That's why his name is the Joker, because he's only Jack. Anyway, moving on. But you cannot argue. You want to see Thor in God mode going up against Galactus. Gas and the sparkles and the... and the, and the You know, that's crazy. So Marvel visually, yes. But when you want to be... Your mind to be like, yeah, yeah. DC wins there. Hold on. Hold on. You were answering another question. Was that was that your two-part... <laughs> that, was that your two-part yeah. answer? That was my my first yes yes. Okay, so 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 go with your what, what's what's the next part of your your answer real quick? No, Just, that is my answer. That's my, no, no, that's fuck my that. I, I didn't ask you DC versus Marvel, motherfucker. I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> if it's gonna be between villains and heroes, I don't give a fuck who from which universe. Oh, which I'm one are you villains. going? I love them. I, I right. like anti-heroes more. I like the anti-heroes more. Anti-heroes are villains, bro. They fall into villains. They're not heroes. Anti-heroes are not good people. They are not here for the betterment of any... They're just situationally in a fucking place where they have to work with good people. Maybe. I'm so hurt right now, but I think you're right. Who's, though, who's a I'm... good person? Tell me how Deadpool's a good person. Tell me how he's a good... Tell me how Wolverine's a good person. Tell me how they're good people. 
Fuck Damn, that. Good <laughs> you know this nigga. Come on, man. Those guys are not... a good person. The Punisher is a good person. Punisher is a Punisher. When was he? He's a very. He's kind. He's caring. He's loving, and he's compassionate. Yo, people thought Ted Bundy was kind, caring, and compassionate too before they found out who the fuck he was. I'm just saying. <laughs> everybody the whole point of superheroes and supervillains and all this shit is that everybody can be a hero or a villain right it just takes one bad day just one thing has to go really wrong and you're like you know what I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down alright cool everybody being the hero I'm being a villain today it just takes that one bad day and now you we, can decide right there I wanna talk about your tattoos man if you mm-hmm. don't if you don't mind like I remember a time when you you had very few now you got mad amounts right are you planning yeah, on, on, on doing like a semi suit, like piece by piece as you go on in, in through the years? Every everything that I have has some sort of sentimental value, it has some sort of meaning. Like, of course, I don't know if you can see it, but I'm a big Able Excel fan, so it's right in the neck. I don't know if you can see it. Somewhere now I'll there. zoom into that in post. <laughs> um, I mean, like, there's lots of things over years. The Red Indian Lone Wolf I've got mm-hmm. over here. Um, of course, when my grandfather passed last year, I put the word Marvel and Spider-Man logo behind it because strength to unity, unity to faith. Uh, that was all from my Viva Vendetta, but it's also a lifestyle that I live with that whole great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. and something my grandfather, as he was a pastor, um, uh-huh. he was a man of God, so he always believed in helping the others. So just that there reminded me, of, like every time I look at it, I remember my grandfather. So I'm also a big Bleach man. fan. So my favorite hero Massive. over there, of course, is Genpachi. And of course, I got. You mean him? That's right. You know who it is. Kempachi, right? Zaraki Kempachi. One and only. So, everything that I have on me has some sort of meaning. Like the owl that I have over here, like the owl to me is one of the smartest animals in the world because it can see its enemies before it sees him Mm -hmm. or her. Whatever the owl six has to be at this time, you know, you need to be politically correct. Three sexy degrees of the head spinning, too. Check you out. My man, you can see them, you can see them enemies all over the show. Um, <laughs> this one over here, one of one, as I'm the only child and one of a kind. Uh, oh, I'll put that on the next finger. Now, and now, V, how many are you planning? Mm-hmm. Like, so you just planning to go all out? You planning, you planning to go till you like uh, well, from my fingernails, fingernails to all my arm, my both my arms, chest, back, my back, and so, my neck until and my head until here. So, so wait. it's like I'm wearing hoodie. Oh, you gonna do the? Oh, so you're doing a semi suit? You're doing a half suit, basically. You're just yeah. not doing your legs. Yeah, I'm just not doing my legs. All right. So, so, mm. so the question comes. This is this is where the real question comes. Do you have um, a handful of specific artists that you that you go to for this, or is it is it more a vibe of like ah, I'm feeling what this guy's artwork that I've seen on Instagram has shown me, and I'm trying to go with him, or is it people that you've always been like, nah, 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 I only work with these five individuals and fuck everybody else. No. Um, okay, so I've always wanted to have a piece by a guy called Waldo that runs Cape Electric Tattoo in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. So he blessed me with this piece over here. Um, most of my tattoos are actually blessed by artists. This over here, this dragon, as I was a big Bleach, I'm not Bleach, Dragon Ball Z fan, ah, yeah, yeah. and Dota fan. One of my favorite characters was the Dragon Knight. So I incorporated gotcha. Dragon Knight with the, the dragon from um, Dragon Ball Z, and Jada's blessed me with that from Tentu Studio and Roundabout. Damien put my Kenpachi there. So everyone has actually blessed me. I don't think I've actually ever paid for a tattoo. Um, so when people are like, yo, how much does that cost? I'm like, fuck knows, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But everyone that <laughs> Mimi blessed me with a joke over here. Shout out to Mimi, she's an amazing artist. She blessed me with this oh, joke yeah, I over remember, there. I remember seeing that, that clip when you, 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 you recorded that mm. one, didn't you? Yeah, and my evil Mickey over there. Um, shout out to Disney. So, a lot of people, when it comes to who do I work with or which tattoo artist, I try and feel your vibe. I want to see what type of tattoo, tattoo artist you are. And I've never asked someone, yo, give me a tattoo. They've always been like, yo, what do you want to have drawn on you? I'll bless you with it. And every tattoo artist that's blessed me with a piece has become successful. Now, I'm not saying it's me, but I am saying it's me. <laughs> you're, you're saying once the ink touches your skin, they're blessed from there onwards. The pureness of the dove flows through them after that, my guy. As simple as that. Oh, I fucking love you, bro. <laughs> you well. You well. Now, do you do you the same way that because I mean you, you're not just you're not just a DJ, a radio host. You know, you mm-hmm. when I say you do a lot of things, I mean you're also a stylist for different videos for 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 different artists. Um, do you work with 
other artists in the same way that you work with your your tattoo artists? Is it is it more a thing of the vibe that you try to feel off of, or is yes. it more a thing yeah. of let me actually see what impact you've done in your in your catalog? Well, sometimes sometimes it's about the check. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it is about the clout. You know, you need to yeah. you need to make some racks. You know what I mean? Um, but a lot of the times, it's about feeling it out, feeling what the person's about. Um, here's an example. I can't give too much away on this, but like, I met a guy. I'm sure you guys know the guy, Lofi. Uh, met him at a sneaker exchange in PE, and this homie told me he's gonna be hot. I'm looking at him like, okay, he's gonna spit some bars. Homie spat some bars, bro, and I was like, yo, real? you can split. Hmm. Then me and him like exchanged deets and we like just stayed in kind of contact. And I was like, yo, you're going to be dope one day. Because like I was still DJing for him that sneaky change. And I was like, you're going to be dope one day. But I didn't expect Boda to pop the way it did. I didn't expect to for Doof Doof to be the way that it is. And it's like, he's being his own guy in the game. And he's yeah. not in anyone's lane. And you know what I mean? So like when I say meeting someone like that, it's just like, you're going to be dope and I want to feel your vibe out. Me even just DJing from that day was just like, okay, who's going to do three, four songs? Fuck it, I'm not going to charge. Like, I'm going to play for you. Let me hear what you're about. I like your energy. You came up to me with respect. I'm going to show you respect. Oh, wow. And that's also the thing I've learned, something I've learned from being one of best friends with Amin. Mm -hmm. Also working together with certain things and also also living together. Yeah. Um, it's the fact that sometimes it's about to check, but sometimes you just get a talented artist that you want to make a nice beat or you want them to mm, look a mm. certain way or your social media needs to look like this so that you can blow up motherfucker mm, stop mm, doing mm. what you're doing and mm. it's not saying that we know it all but we've kind of been through the ropes already so why do you want, you want to fight in the same ring that we fought so let's show you some of the steps so you don't get knocked the fuck out simple as exactly, that exactly so they don't have to you know we've reinvent the whole wheel yeah we've taken those blows for you already so we know it's coming now there's one thing about Cape Town and the Cape Town scene, uh, and, and I'll get off Cape Town as and, as a focus point just after this, though. But um, the competition in Cape Town seems to have gotten to a point of mm, not not as constructive anymore. You know, so there, it seems I'll... like there's a little bit more of shade and 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 a bit more um, divide going on in the Cape Town scene. Is that is that a, a uh, uh, it's a yes and a no. Um, it's always been there. It's just manifesting okay. itself more new to social media. It's not something new. It's always been there. Mm. It's not like it's a new thing. Um, like here's a perfect example. When Amin did Aina, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we yeah, all knew having Youngster and Amin and Nadia on the track would be interesting and would be controversial. If you look at how smart Amin was with that, he posted a year before the time that he's going to ask people what will happen if I do a song with him. Mm. And people said, Aina. Mm -hmm. So he used what people were saying when they exactly. were hyped about it to make exactly. a track called Aina. And then people felt the type of way, asking why is Nadia on the song? But then I listened to their bars that asked those questions. I'm like, yeah, but Nadia still killed the whole shit though. She killed the whole catalog. You know what I mean? She has no gun, but she pops, my man. And then she <laughs> made the whole, the whole shit. Now, it's always been there, it's just manifested itself more due to social media, basically, but it's always been there. Okay, okay, I can see how that works. And it's and it's weird for me, and, and I'm sorry to say that it's weird for me, but it's weird for me because mm. some of these people really know each other that, that don't fuck yeah. with each other. They really know, like, it's not even uh, for the camera shit. Like, these people know each other, have been to each other's mother's houses for like Sunday My lunch man. things. How, how, where, I don't understand it's unity. Same schools, you know what I mean? Dated the same man or girl, you know what I mean? <clears throat> someone's wife is now someone's, uh, or someone's ex. In my cases, more, more, most of my friends' wives are my exes, hey. but I mean. All right, speak I on mean, it I mean, if you want to. <laughs> pure as a dove, the pureness of the dove flows through me now. You know what I mean? I am so pure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> now we, now we, yes, yes, let's get back to the real questions, right? Because we're going to get off track. But you and Amin living together, right? Let's touch mm -hmm. on that for a second. Because that, those schedules, how the fuck do they add up? I mean, you do the late well, show most of the time. And Amin's just always fucking, like, I feel he we works more away. than most people. We're literally always awake. Like, I mean, you know, dope is we live together in the apartment um 2017, right? Mm -hmm. And their schedules were different, but it was still the same because I would go to work and he would come to studio, mm. and then I would get home, he would also be getting home. Then we'd be gotcha. up watching whatever, from watching UFC, catching up with the news, 
just watching some cool shit, watching some Marvel shit, watching some yeah, DC some um, anime. So we've always been, our timelines have always been the same. Mm. And it's never been a, a weird schedule. And it's really dope having your best friend that's also someone that you can learn from and vice versa. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people, they use the best friend uh, line loosely. Like, like everyone's, oh, that's my best friend, loosely. But they're willing to stab a motherfucker in the back for the quickest, the quickest thing, just for pussy even. Sorry for my French. But even just over female. Now, me and this motherfucker has never fought. We've had maybe two fallouts due to my ignorance and things that I've done, right? But when we've ever had an argument or something, we would sit each other down and basically say, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to, come to mutual agreement, come to understanding and go past that, grow from that. Not brush it under the table, but grow from that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are not brave enough to say something. Like, if I don't like something that you're doing, Nico, like, if I say it to you, you shouldn't be taking offense, but you also have the right to question, why do I feel that way? Mm -hmm. And not enough people have that mind. They don't, they don't have the balls to do it. They will literally just take a shot at someone, mm -hmm. but not justify why they're taking that shot. Like not, not an actual communication. It's just a shot, right? That's basically yeah, what you're saying. You're just like people, a shot. people just refuse to. It's not even that they can't. They just refuse to. They're like, it's easier to take a shot than to have the to have the actual conversation about why I don't like this thing that you're doing yeah. without trying to offend you, just trying to tell you why. But at the same time, mm -hmm. do you think that people themselves, when they're doing this explanation, somehow also sometimes try and take a, a you know an underhanded shot you know they, they still take a shot that's <laughs> like yeah i'm gonna use a different analogy right a completely different one but the mindset is the same yeah when you see someone less fortunate a homeless person right mm -hmm. and in your mind you get that feeling let me help them mm. right you are genuinely going to help them you're giving what you can with us food money or just a, a general conversation with someone just showing them Yo, you're a human being and I'm a human being. This I only know. Very five important about conversations. Very important. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but Please. people forget that just speaking to somebody is mm -hmm. important. Please, please continue. Yeah, but now you've got that right, and now you must use that with that sincerity. So you can't say you got my back or something like that, and then you're not really being sincere. You need to grow from the situation as well. Mm. If I have to go on social media and take my phone out, yeah, I'm giving yes, clip up for you. Hey, auntie, I see you don't have much. Yes, some groceries for you. Mm -hmm. Like. Am I really doing good for me? Or just trying to show that I can do good? You know what I mean? I'm still hiding something. Why do I need to... Unless I've asked consent from the person that I'm assisting, can I record you? Because to me, that is still their dignity. You know how much exactly. it takes for someone to go out down the streets and ask for someone for something? Mm -hmm. you know I mean, just mean? to ask you anybody for know. something. I've been in situations where, I've especially like I haven't had a gig or this and I didn't have to do that. Asking them, oh, yo, bro, can you e-wallet me a 500, a thousand rand? I'll mm -hmm. give it back to you next week. That's mm -hmm. that's one's pride. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. So when someone asks me for something, I listen. And then I hear their sincerity. I can feel the energy and be like, you know what, way, you are not going to go to the bottle store. You just go and get a drink. But maybe that's what that person needs in that moment. I'm not here to judge. I can't oh, judge you. Give freely, you as they say. You come up to me and already put your pride aside. Can, can I assist? I can't be that asshole now and roll up my window and be like, no, no, you, you just want to go buy drinks. Then currently later on, I'm posting that I'm busy uh, having a young champagne on the on the beach. Like, how how am I different from drinking a champagne versus the homie that wants to go get a black label by standing by the robot quickly? So I'm not different. I'm going to do the same thing. Just me, I can post on the gram and he's not. But it's the same thing. So before you say yes or no to someone, Use those things here. You've got two exactly. of them. You've got them yet. Exactly. Use them. Now, V, you've touched on so many events that I want to get into, and I don't know how we're going to do it with time-wise, right? So let's go sneaker exchange, right? Yeah. I want to go sneaker exchange because I was never at a sneaker exchange. I never met. out in life. Right? Hey, man, listen, okay? <laughs> I remember there was a party at Czar. I'm not sure if it was a sneaker exchange, one of the first sneaker exchange. Brain that is correct. It was exchange. technically... Boom, I was it wasn't one. exactly a sneak exchange. It was a lost property when Zaid Osman still had lost there property. There we go. Coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was plugging some of his kicks. Um, I remember from there, it's grown. Who was, who was Hayden was also there for something. Mm, yeah, there for I mean, something. Hayden was always a big Nike boy. Then he, became, he got a job at um, Puma, to my knowledge. And he's, he's doing good things. Very, like, I mean, he's grown. He's matured so much. And he's really, really putting his hands and his fingers everywhere where he can so to the culture and things like that so mad respect to the guys that are doing their thing you know what I mean like shout I said, out, I'm shout not out all those guys we just mentioned shout out I'm all not here to, to hate 
know what I mean? We were all young, we all said things, we all did things when we were younger, mm-hmm. but we all grown and matured right now and we can admit our wrongs and our, our flaws. So on this right year, I will even admit, I've thrown undercover shade, I've thrown underhanded shade, I've thrown some backhand shade. But with all of that being said, I still have to respect anyone's hustle that's excelled, not for themselves, but for their people or a movement. No, I mean, there's, there's so this many is. other peeps that want to be like, like Alain, I said, you know, when I look at a guy like Shane Eagle, you know what I love about him mm. is that kids love him. When I look at youngster CPT, you know what I love about him? Mm. Kids love him. Mm. The younger generation. When you are a role model to the next generation, not to your peers, not to the guys here, your man's cup. You know what I mean? The ones that are below the next generation that are 10 years beneath you. Exactly. You know what I mean? When, you, when they are singing your name, when they are saying, yes, sis, I want to be like that. But not, I want to be a rapper like youngster. I want to be a man like that. I want to be a woman like that. You know what I mean? Look at artists like Patti Monroe. She came out, she was just being herself. Yo, like, for real herself. With, with, yeah, with, with so like, no... I am a Away. <laughs> and this is what I do. You know what I mean? Now she's toned it down a little bit. She's grown up as well. She's showcasing more of herself, really experimenting with music mm-hmm. and things like that. But it's still about being true to yourself. You're true to yourself. People will see that. People will respect that. Yes. Football dog. Almost had tears in my eyes. Seeing my boy the weekend perform there, my man. There's a girl on this day. He was performing in a bar, my man. You know what I mean? Yeah. With I mean, like hundred people. Now he's the biggest artist of all time. Like, this is this is the thing. Guys. People forget that there's a there's a journey, right? Yeah, there's a. I mean, you can't just get into Uber Black if you don't have a bank account, my guy. <laughs> But also, like, walking, and this is this is one of the reasons I wanted you here on on this show. I still remember when uh, Black Vulcanite was still signed, when we were all still signed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you too, when we were yeah, all yeah, still signed on a record deal, yeah. <laughs> right? I had a record deal. Shit, I had a record deal. <laughs> you forgot? Yeah, sorry. Because I, had a record I don't have COVID. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, you 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 had a record. You forgot you had a record deal. We all had a record deal, right? <laughs> Together. <laughs> And there were points out of, anyway, so you you yeah. came to me and you were like, yo, Nico, you know about this new, this new, this new I think it was vodka, what was it? This new bottle? What was that thing called, mm. man? That the GT. GT no, nah, no, nah, the GT, GT, GTV, GT. What was that thing called, man? Oh, GTV. Yeah. Mm. Now, this is what I want to get at, right? So with you, when it came to alcohol, it wasn't really a thing that you drank. A lot. It was more a thing that you were trying to, like Ronald, drink you nice. still drank, but you tried to exactly drink nice, but also have other people drink nice, have other people also yeah. enjoy, have other people keep pushing up. So my question to you is, why didn't you become an A&R or some form of A&R sooner? Because the talent that you've been firstly, exposed to know, sorry, it's gone. As you know, like, I mean, firstly, I didn't know what an A&R was growing oh, up, yeah. right? Most of us didn't. So, don't, tell, tell people yeah. what an A&R is, the, the loose definition, please. Uh, a hustler, you know, male or female, that's connected in the industry and that can put other people on for their benefit of the artist and just get a little some reward back. Mm-hmm. Now, I did the Playboy dance-off, right? When mm-hmm. dancers could win 5,000 bucks, like, I was giving money away at places. No, I mean, there was that. I was the first person. This is a fact. They threw us a rock party before any top rapper, before anyone got signed. You know what I mean? Before all of those people got signed, I threw Sirac Fridays first in South Africa and Africa. Big facts. You can even hit up Sirac about that because they wanted to shut my party down because I was using the name without their consent. <laughs> you know that's said, why they wanted to shut it down. I still did it. And I still Just because you it. have the money doesn't mean you can do it. <laughs> Ah, someone had to do it. No one was drinking Ciroc. Ciroc was the, the dustiest bottle on the shelf. No one was touching that shit. But I was like, yo, PDD believes in this shit. Mm. If PDD believes in this shit, and PDD believed in Biggie. So if PDD believed in Biggie and he believes in this, I have to believe. So I had some of it and I was like, hmm. Ooh. And then, yeah, we know the rest was history. I used to, I mean, think about that party. I used to be like, the first 20 people that come here has a free bottle of Ciroc on the table. What club was giving away or what promoter was saying, you I come here with your friend and I'm just giving you away. That's was, a trend now. Drunk, now bro. it's a trend. 
Hey? I was drunk. I don't remember. The bottles down. No wonder the bottles just showed yeah, up. Yeah, but you got home with all your money in your pocket. How did you get drunk with all the money in your pocket? So? You know, and we never really thought about it. Like, why do I still have money for food, bro? I didn't go out with this much money, but hey, I'm lit. Let's go. Who wants McDonald's? Yeah. But um, what I wanted to ask you, V, and this is more of a serious question, because you, you know how divided South Africa in general is, but Cape Town around, around racial lines, especially back then, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, when we were just out of high school, just getting into university, even just leading up to university, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question to you is, to to go from the side of the mountain that you were, yeah. to where you went to go do all these parties, Camps Bay, you know, you, you're in rich, Richville now, where people drive around in Lamborghinis all day and everything, you know, up and down, up and down, just in Camps Bay, in Clifton Beach, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But to do events that side, like, I'm, I'm not talking about being able to go there and party. I'm talking about yeah. to be able to throw events in some of the most expensive venues. You know what I'm talking about, right? How? You see, that's what I was smart about. It wasn't difficult. There Tell me, break, like, it, um, break it down so, so the kids can also try it out. Break it down. Let them know how it works. Okay. You see, the, the saying always like, fake it till you make it, right? Mm-hmm. That's wrong. You have to be real till you make it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll explain that. I didn't have the paper. I said, I was hustling. I knew if I wanted to go to that club and claim that I'm going to throw a party there, I need to do a few hustles through the week. So during the week, I would move some shit. I'll be selling sneakers. I'll be doing this. I would throw another party to make money so I could have racks in my pocket. So I'm going to work in this club, book a table, come with my whole crew and buy everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. Now I'm having a meeting with that, with that boss. I'm like, okay, cool. So you see, I spent money in your club, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you see my peoples, they're going to spend money in your clubs, right? So you're going to give me 30% of your door. I'm going to throw a party on this day. They'll be like, okay, I'll tell you what, we give you 20% of the door. Then I'll be like, okay. And I'll take 5% of the bar, not 10, just 5. And I was smart with it. Because I knew, get two shuttles of UCT students, get some exchange students already. I've got 200 people in the club before 11 o'clock, all spending just 100 grand. You do the math, 200 people spending 100 grand in the first, first hour. You quick fast. Quick fast, bro. It's they quick. already are making, and then from there, you've got the big ballers that are coming because they want to see the nice shorties that they are hearing that's at this club that's already popping. They're seeing buses come with shorties with skirts and heels. They're like, like, you know what's what I mean? going on? I used to throw laundry parties. I used to throw. I you throw that shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bro, you actually wild if I think about it now. Damn, those lingerie yeah, parties? My man, that, my, yeah, my man. You I had a separate account on Twitter for that shit, too. <laughs> yep, that was. I was not. I even said I'm not associated with the lingerie parties at all. That is a completely different brand. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was wild. But it was man. fun. Like, you know what I mean? I just. Uh, the thing was, and that lingerie all started with someone that I knew that was a young female that was a model and had her own lingerie company she wanted to start and I was like yo let's throw a party for it it's called a lingi and then from there it just it became its own thing so I was throwing rock parties on Friday lingi parties on Thursday then I would be going to other clubs on Saturday making more friends making more ties then I was the guy that was throwing parties or doing DJing here or just the hype man for, for Amma Kings at the time the guy oh, wait, that you that needed fun. to know to get into the parties the so, hype man, hype man for Armour Kings was a fun time though. I'm not gonna lie to you, that was that yeah. was that was a fun time. Was, I don't remember much of it. <laughs> There's photos, um, bro. <laughs> There's photos. I still don't remember when I look at those photos what actually happened. Um, lots of people claim they've they've had good nights and uh, wonderful experiences and things like that. I mm-hmm. no recollection of these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just nod and smile, you know. <laughs> now, now V, this is what I want to get at because I've, I've had these conversations in Namibia a couple of times and many venue owners refuse to part with a percentage of the bar. They will rather tell you, you ain't get 40% of the motherfucking door. But I'm not because y- you understand that how much Namibians drink. You remember? You remember yeah. partying with us? So partying with yeah. bar money is like, I'll even let your people in for free, but I'm not giving you the bar, motherfucker. So what is yeah, your you see, that, that, negotiation like that for I the kids? Firm. I know what to do. I was, I was firm with it. You know what I mean? I bought the reputation from always being the people that were club promoters and club owners by the time that I got into the game on that level. I was already partying at their places. Mm-hmm. They saw what I, I was you. doing, 16 years old, 18 years old. You know I mean, some of these places, I mean, you weren't supposed to be partying at the time. <laughs> I always had this face. I always liked the older women. Hey, what was I going to say? Pure as a dove. 
wasn't around at that time without you. Um, so by the Demon time when I was like, when I was 18, I was nyaming 28, 30. The homies that were like, you know what I mean, coming there with expensive cars, and they got this girl and Afro just coming and taking it though. Who is this man? Who is this funny looking nigga? And I built up that reputation of always just being myself, not giving a fuck. Always just you know be. I, mean? I bought a rusty ass Beetle as my first car, but I put a sound system that was worth three times the price of that car. Everyone knew that. There's that piece of shit Beetle. But you know how many fly shorties was in? I can go through my. I'm going to show you all the models that was in that piece of shit Beetle. I was, was around. Me. I was. I around. think you were in a piece the, of shit. It was Beetle. FHM models just moving around in the whole time. That's what I'm talking about. In a like, piece of shit Beetle. Listen, when I say Cape Town was a movie back then, like if you think about it, think about it, B. Biggest it parties. Was a cool movie. Biggest parties. Every day. Actual models, not just people saying mm-hmm. the models, but I'm talking about people that get paid from places like FHM and everywhere. You know, the yeah. job is what do you do? I'm a model, Le- legit, be like not not play mm-hmm. play. To cl- chilling with club owners, Idris them. You know what I'm saying? Those parties were also crazy. Him and his monkey, that monkey. You got see, you got two yeah. now. Like you got two monkeys now. Th- this this was a movie. It was an entire movie that you guys lived. My question is, why the fuck didn't you guys record any of it until later on when Junaid was like, wait. <laughs> I gotcha. I got a camera. I got to record camera. fucking everything. <laughs> there, there wasn't time to record back then. You know what I mean? Like I said, it wasn't about the gram. It wasn't about social media. Mm. It was about who you were in the streets. When you mm. walked into a mall, how many handshakes will, will you get? A genuine handshakes. How many times would people stop you at a robot and want to pull you over and like, yo, let's have a conversation. Mm. When you go to a restaurant, someone's disturbing your day, but just to take a picture with you. Not because who you are on social media, but who you are in the streets. You oh. know what I mean? Realize, and that realize. has changed, of course. Like now we can't be walking outside because of COVID, but you also don't want to be walking outside because your ass gonna get robbed, no matter who you are. You know what I mean? Now we pure the doubt, but we pure the doubt now. We, we, that pure is a. <laughs> we're gonna go with that. We're gonna we're gonna go with that. I'm gonna put it up. It's on in the my top. bio, so it's real. <laughs> I'm gonna put it's it up in on your the top. Instagram bio, it's real, right? Away, away. That's why I own Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. Now V, I have a question for you. Um, you know, because you've done so much, you've you've moved through so many, and I don't even think people understand. Like, Cape Town is built in such a weird way that like you could be known in one neighborhood. And I always said like, if if Cape Town's mm. the place that taught me, if a girl wants to cheat on you, she will. There's nothing you can do about it. Secondly, they they are they are guys. That that <laughs> your girl is dating another guy on that side of the mountain, boy. Whole relationship during the week. When you see her on the weekend on this side of the mountain, it's different. She don't even speak Cape the Town, same. Because the whole of Cape Town is 50 minutes big, eh? As big as Cape Town is, though, our infrastructure because it's a big uh, circle around a mountain and the ocean. Like you can get anywhere in Cape Town within 15 to, to 30 minutes, right? Which If means, there's no traffic. Yeah, there's no traffic. Or yeah, if there's no traffic, we'll go that one. Um, no traffic, yeah. I would do leave it at that. <laughs> But um, it's basically your shorty can have another family, another man, 30 minutes away. Or your man She can, can have, have a family, another. Or your man yeah. can have a 30-minute uh, girlfriend away, like literally. Mm-hmm. He can be leaving your place on his way home. Say he's going shy to the homies, and then quickly just then go back home, and he'll still be in time. Do not be in trouble. <laughs> still be in time. <laughs> <laughs> with the groceries that's messed up yo but it is the reality of the situation this is the reality of the situation right and mm-hmm. I, i say this to say do you think because and this is this is why i asked it this way with this new normal we're gonna get into do you think people will be more truthful and just like be like listen i don't even have time to lie to you about whether i'm cheating or not like i'm not with it I'm out. Like, do you think it's gonna? Because yeah. I've seen, if you look at statistics, a lot more divorces have started quickly because people are like, I don't actually fucking like you. I've realized more I don't like being, you. <laughs> more people have become honest with themselves, not with each other, with themselves. Okay. Oh, okay. And, okay. Yeah, the more mm-hmm. honesty you have with yourself, the better. You know what I mean? You will realize what you actually fucks with, what you actually want. Maybe it's maybe not just about. What your family wanted, or you dated your high school sweetheart, right? right. Um, and you accidentally left a baby inside her, or you guys accidentally made a baby, and then you decided to, you know, let's just get married. It's comfortable. You are engineer, and I am a doctor, and mm-hmm. our families fuck with each other, and we make a nice income. We can build a house. Now 2020 came, and you're like, you know what? 
you can keep the girl and the boy. I'm taking the dog. And <laughs> what? I'm taking the dog. <laughs> Guys are being themselves. Like, Ladies are being themselves. Everybody's being themselves. I think it's just, mm-hmm. um, it's it's beautiful and scary at the same time. And that's what that leads me to my next question. You know, speaking about things that are scary yet what we want. Um, if you had a piece of advice to give to any one of these kids, any one of mm-hmm. them, just for, because you've gone through so many industries, there's got to be something that has tied throughout all of them for you that you could, if there was one thing, I'm like, V, you get one thing to tell somebody. What would that be? Be yourself through every situation and be truthful to yourself. And that, and I'll explain that, is that if you wanted to be a carpenter, right? But also you like cars. What does carpentry and selling cars have in common? Focal. But if you yourself at a carpentry job and yourself at a, at a car sales dealership, you're probably going to sell a car, you're going to make it work. I mean, too many people want to carry on things from another um, genre or something. You need to be, you are the thing that you carry. Gotcha. The things that you have learned, it's you. Gotcha. What you studied in school, what I studied in school and what I'm doing in my real life are two different things. You know what I mean? I did art and design because all the fly creator shorties were in art and design. So me, I went to art and design. Nigga, I was like, uh, there's a dark room, you know, pure, <laughs> right, pure as a dub. Pure as a dub. But um, you see, like, that doesn't mean today I'm not in radio and in DJing. I'm not using the skills that I learned there. I learned how to get shit done on time. I learned how to plan. I learned all of these types of things which you can implement. But it's all about you being yourself. So whether today you work at VW selling cars, the next day you are managing McDonald's, and the next thing you started your own clothing line. Mm-hmm. What's going to make you excel in all of that is by being yourself and not being afraid to fail. Because you're going to fail. Like, oh, if you don't fail, you're well done to you, eh? But, but I know but, everyone... But what happens when you fail earlier, like later on, then? Like, you know, failing early is a good thing, right? Yeah. That's what we basically like say. Steve Jobs failed early, you know what I mean? Look where yeah. Apple's now. You got Bill Gates uh, failed early. Look where they are now. You got that Amazon nigga that failed early. Look where now he decided to fail himself, but that's his own beat. And then you've he's, got like he's rich enough, mouth, bro. <laughs> yeah, he lost five billion the other day, and the man just smiled about it. I was like, yes, sir. imagine you lose five point one more. billion. <laughs> <laughs> I got you more. Got I got more. Made too much money now. He's just blasting it away. Like he's made so much yeah. money, he's just blowing the shit up. Come on, but okay, I'm just to, just you. like just you to... and more people know, I, I never lie. Like, oh, no, 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 you I just don't believe things, nobody. But... That's the fucking problem. No, that's <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was from the jump with the humble Lord Visas. This man over here has more knowledge than we can actually record because Zoom will cut us in the next couple of minutes. Before they do cut us, because like literally they will cut us yeah. in a couple of minutes, can you please plug yourself? Let these people know, the ones that don't know that somehow mm-hmm. stumbled across me, how and where they can find you. You can find the humble Lord Visas on all social media at Lord Visas, one word everywhere. Um, if you want to book me, everything is in my Instagram bio at Lord Visas. I will give you a party, I will give you a good time. Me, long as you just make sure my rider is secure. And all my other extra mural activities are covered. You got me at your party. You got me at your gig. Whether you need someone to consult with your business, whether you're selling sneakers, whether you want to sell cars, whether you want to sell something. I used to work at certain companies where they came from tobacco products, came from alcohol brands, identifying trends. So that's what I do. I read body language. I understand how people's minds work, where people want to go. And I never studied this, but because of being around so many different cultures over the over the last few years from everyone and never judging anyone, always taking in and learning, I can give that back. So that is what the humble Lord Visas at Lord Visas is, basically. Blessings, blessings. My brother, thank you for coming through and doing this. You know how it is. It's always love. It's always uh, blessings. And you... Thank you, my you, I see what you and Amina are up to. People might not see it yet, but I see what the fuck you love. Yeah, you guys cookie. are naughty as fuck. Y'all been cooking, yeah, man. I, I, can't, I can't wait, man. Blessings to those endeavors. I, I'm waiting for them mm. to drop so people can see. Oh... This is what I'm they telling. Made. I can tell you a secret now. No? There I, is a I, song I, I, I might edit made. this out, but holla at me. No, I'm not. There's a song no? that, oh, okay. that is that is got, no? mm. and it's very different to what he's ever done. Mm. Very different. Like you know, he just dropped the Latino track now, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I fucked with that. Mamita Dura, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got Aina, you got Mamita Dura, right? So now you got two different styles. What do you think the third one's going to be, my guy? Ah, uh, uh, my man. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not a bidding man. I'm not a bidding man. I'm gonna watch it happen. I'm gonna watch it happen. Man, and then it's ready. I'll try and get on my phone. I'm gonna send it to you, my man. You, I want you to go to the first to this. I yeah, think your people's that's not all respected. Put, put me on live and let's put it out, Joe. Let's let's let people see a little bit of the of, of the back back door shit. What's going on where they can't see? Now that that right there, my friend, will change Africa, basically. Mm, I'm fucking with this already, man. I'm fucking with this already. Mm-hmm. All right. You, now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sorry, you were saying? No, you always notice we've been cooking. We've been up to something. Oh, no, you're always up to something. I see you. Once you guys moved in together, I was like, "Mm -mm, this over here, (laughs) there's going to be a lot of shit happening over here. (laughs) We've just got so many ideas and we're just like implementing is a lot difficult now because of what's the pandemic. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's why I'm where I am right now. I'm I'm podcasting all of a sudden. You know, I was doing (laughs) all other types of shit before this. But you must remember, everybody always wear your mask. When you go outside, wear your mask. We don't show labels yeah, on here, but you know, we got the sanitizers with the blue bottles. That's what I just said, tech. You know what I mean? People ask me, why do I wear a mask and wear tech? I'm like, yeah, because you're too fucking close. You need to social distance. Take your 1.5 and get away from me. <laughs> we fucking um, go, fam. V, yeah, thank you, my brother. Blessings on blessings. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, nah, you, my man. King. You, you a king for doing this on, on the real, though. more than an ill-conceived fantasy. You see, I constantly think about one, yet seem to dream about another, making it almost impossible to visualize myself being with.